see everybody Thursday night. Just wanted to show you clips from the Biden press conference, if you want to call it that. The ramblings of somebody that should not be in the Oval Office is really what it is. Let me just use one of the clips as an example where he said, Joe Biden is from Real Mac Video. Joe Biden on Afghanistan disaster where 13 American troops were killed. I make no apologies for what I did. Well, first of all, let's let's go to the first graphic, which is 13 American troops were killed needless, needlessly by a Unabomber at the Abbey Gate. That never should have happened at all. Never should have happened. Why? Because the interim government of Afghanistan actually offered Harmi Kazide Airport to the Americans, to Joe Biden. They could just have it, and there would be no, there'd be no, uh, you know, guard, no, you know, Afghanistan troops around it. Nothing. It'd just be an American uh, Air Force base, so to speak. And that, and I'm not talking about Bagram. I'm talking about Harmi Kazide Airport. So that that would never needed to happen. And Joe Biden turned that down. Mark Milley turned that down. So there never needed to be any sort of security question at all at that airport, not to mention they should have been flying everybody out of Bagram, which is a far more secure airport. So he said, again, he says, I make no apologies for what I did. I wonder if the parents of the 13 soldiers would actually feel differently about his need to make an apology. And when their bodies were flown back, I wonder if they would feel a need for an apology that as their bodies were being unloaded, these are 19-year-olds to 25-year-olds, I wonder if the parents of those kids would feel the need for, for an apology from the president as he stares at his watch while they're unloading their children's, their babies' bodies. See, this is real deal stuff. This is a floating moron that's in the White House, has no idea what he's talking about, has no idea where he's at. However, these are real lives of real people that were lost. So 13 soldiers, 82 billion, I repeat, 82 billion dollars of American military assets were left on the ground making the new Afghanistan army the, the 26th largest army on the planet between Germany and Italy. In two weeks, in two weeks, Joe Biden made the Afghanistan army the 26th largest army on the planet who are now calling themselves the People's Liberation Army, just like China does. Bagram deserted. China is now looking to occupy Bagram Air Force Base, which is about 400 miles from China itself and has extreme strategic value, which was completely and totally deserted. Also, a drone strike killed 10 innocent people that allegedly were assets of the Afghan army. They were not. Joe Biden makes no apologies, though. 26th largest army, as I said, I got a list here. Left Here's a big one. Left Americans behind. There's still hundreds of Americans sitting in Afghanistan right now. The only people going after the Americans in Afghanistan's, Afghanistan are groupings of retired Green Berets, retired SEALs, retired Marines that are going back on their own dime, commandeering aircraft, and flying them out of Afghanistan. Joe Biden is doing absolutely nothing, and this has been since uh, August. So I want you to think about it. When has Jen Psaki said anything about Americans' strategic operations in Afghanistan to remove Americans that were left behind by him? But he makes no apologies, not to mention green card holders, not to mention our allies, but he did fly thousands of untraceable 
migrants from Afghanistan that we have no idea who they are. But he did do that. He left our allies and green card holders and citizens behind, but flew in thousands upon tens of thousands of Afghan, who knows who they are, citizen migrants into the United States. We have absolutely no idea who these people are. That really, Afghanistan sums up is the epitome of, of Biden's first year in office. Let me just make fun of some Democrats. Usually I kind of uh, squeeze this stuff at the end, but I figured since I showed a bunch of Biden clips that we just hop right into making fun of Democrats. This is a Robbie Starbuck video, and we'll start at like 10 seconds in or so. Joe Biden just claims claimed he got arrested and implied that this is what he was talking about. He got so mad about at the press conference it, it claimed, and implied that it happened. <clears throat> marching in the civil rights movement. This is a gigantic lie. This is him saying that he's that he was arrested again and this is one week ago. Play it for me. He was there as well. <laughs> hey, I think I'm kidding, man. Seems like yesterday the first time I got arrested anyway. First time he got arrested, Joe Biden has never been arrested in his life. And here he is at 78, 79 years old, saying it again. He said he got arrested on the Senate floor. That never happened. He said he got arrested in South Africa going to see, see uh, uh, Mandela. That never happened. None, he's never been arrested in his life, ever. He said he got arrested right there at the Civil Rights March. That never happened. As a matter of fact, he never marched in any Civil Rights Marches, ever. This man is a bold-faced, demonic liar. Here's Chris Burkett uh, tweet, uh, Buskirk tweet, Biden signed new law, just talking about Democrats right now, to install kill switches in all new cars. By the way, this is part of his infrastructure bill. It's all hidden in there. It must passively monitor the performance of a driver of a motor vehicle to accurately identify whether that driver must may be impaired. Big Brother will constantly be monitoring how you drive. So you thought it was all about a virus, right? So now you've got in his infrastructure bill the ability of the federal government to shut your car off as you're driving down I-75. I know most of you have seen this video, but I just wanted to make sure that everybody saw it. This is the part owner of the uh, Golden State Warriors saying that he doesn't care at all about Uyghur Muslims and their plight. Play it for me. Nobody cares, about, again? No, nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You, you bring it up because you really what? care, and I think what that's nice that cares? you care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you a very care? hard. Wait, wait, I'm you're telling you, you a very, personally don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth. Okay, of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay, oh, of all the things that I care about, it is below my line. Disappointing. So, what is below his line? Now, what does he care about? It are Chinese dollars going into NBA coffers? That's all that this man cares about. What are happening? What? What? What exactly is happening to the Uyghur Muslims in China? If you've ever seen video footage, you'll see train stations. It literally is out of 30s and 40s Germany. They're zip-tied behind their back, blindfolded, wearing white outfits, being loaded onto trains heading off to concentration camps where they are experimented on, raped, tortured, and murdered, and their organs are harvested from their bodies while they're alive. That is what is happening, but that doesn't matter to an owner of the NBA because he wants Chinese dollars. Now, he will stand up and allegedly fight for human rights in America, probably voted or wanted to vote for Joe Biden's voting, John Lewis voting rights uh, uh, bill that he just tried to pass that got defeated. 
and cares about all sorts of racial things happening here, but people who are being raped, tortured, murdered, and experimented on by the tens of thousands, this man does not care about whatsoever because he wants the money coming out of China because when you have a billion citizens who are all big fans of the NBA, you can't risk that. That's why LeBron says nothing about that but is a fervent member of the BLM. He says nothing about Lao, Lao Beijing. Lao Beijing are all the people that are not part of the CCP. Not most people in China are not a member of the Communist Party. They are oppressed by the Communist, Communist Party. The Lao Beijing in China are people that are that have the ability even to listen to our broadcast and even do listen to our broadcast. Not me personally. I'm talking about you know conservative podcasts. They they want to be free. Uyghur Muslims are a part of that crowd. And look, you might be thinking, well, Tom, you're a born again believer. You don't even believe that Muslims are going to heaven. That's correct. But I love people, and I love people more than a dollar. And this thing, this does not even raise to his level of concern that people are being butchered experimented on and women are being raped. I wonder if it was his family, how he'd feel about it. I think it might rise up to his level then. All right, switching to a lighter note, Thomas Massey video, Speaker Pelosi, you got to watch this video. Speaker Pelosi is seriously considering this person, you'll see her name on the screen, to serve as the, just a congresswoman. This is a, cong these, these are people, I want to just set this up. These are people that tell you to vax. These are people that force you to lock your churches down. These are the people that mandate vaccines. These are the people that are saying that basically 100 million Americans are going to lose their jobs unless they vaccinate. These are the people, and she can't even park her own daggum car. Speaker Pelosi is seriously considering this person, again, Thomas Massey speaking, to serve as the chairwoman of the, she can't park her car, chairwoman of the Transportation Committee. Play it for me. Eleanor Holmes Norton is struggling to park her car right now. And she has hit that red car next to her repeatedly. And we're taking pictures. And and we don't think they're going to do anything about it. And if she parks like that, she should not be a member of Congress anymore. Is she, she going to sure. park like that? It looks like it. Yep. Just always remember, before you jab a piece of steel that's, care, that's pumping an mRNA vaccination into your arm, recommended by Eleanor Holmes Norton, that she couldn't even park her own car. She couldn't even park it the way that you're supposed to with the lines. And she, by the way, she's hitting the car next to her numerous times. Did she call the cops? My producer Aaron goes, no, she just went beep, beep. She just walked away. These are the people that are dictating to you. And I know I'm preaching to the choir for the most part, but you never know who's watching. These are the people that are preaching to you on how you should live. And she can't even park her own daggum car. Speaking of the Uyghurs, my producer Aaron pulled up this footage for me. You can put it somewhere, Aaron, wherever you see fit. That's perfect. I just want you to see it live. This is what the owner of the Golden State Warriors doesn't give a crap about. Loading people, look at that, loading people on trains, they're all zip tied behind their back, on their knees, on the ground, being loaded up into trains, blindfolded, off to be experimented on, tortured, and raped, and murdered. That, that's what the NBA doesn't give a crap about. When have you ever heard anybody in the NBA mention this at all? 
They don't mention it all. They're all BLM people. They all care allegedly about the plight of the African-American in America. All these different, allegedly, they're all those things. But do they care at all about what's going on here? If they dare mention that the word Taiwan as a country, they'll apologize for it immediately. Just remember that and never watch the NBA. Never watch them. You know, whatever companies that you see right now that are abiding in, enforcing, uh, putting, you know, putting into practice tyranny, no longer, no longer support them in any way, shape, or form. I'm watching, I told you, I'm switching back. I am watching the NFL when Aaron Rodgers is playing. When Aaron Rodgers is playing, he makes it all the way to the Super Bowl, just like a, a Psalm 23 mockery of the tyranny that's going on in, inside the NFL and inside this country. He sets a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I mean, that, that, that's why I'm watching. I want to watch somebody who stood up for what was right. I was never much of an Aaron Rodgers fan, but he's standing up for what's right, risking it all. And I know that even if he lost his career right now, he's got two, $300 million in the bank, but still, he's risking a lot doing what he's doing. So I'll watch them. I'll watch nothing else. I will not watch the Super Bowl unless Aaron Rodgers is playing in it. That's it. Period. You need to make those stands too. Well, Tom, you know, I want to have, we want to be comfortable in life. Just give up the stuff. Fast it unto the Lord and he'll, he'll bless you and replace it. Here's a Donato Trumpo, uh, Trumpo video. Here's popular uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris uh, quotes. Play it for me. We have the power today to have an impact on tomorrow. And we can't shortchange the significance of that. Should we have done that sooner? We are doing it. But should we have done it sooner? We are doing it. Here's the motivation. You. Figure out what kind of gives you, you know, your brain a, like, like a tingle. I mean, the thing about Doug is that he is exactly who he is. If you want to figure out how to get across town to some restaurant you heard is great, you usually do Google. We've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. It's actually stronger to be kind than it is to be mean. And that's, that's a winning argument every time. It was a debate that the whole reason, literally, it was a debate. It was called a debate. We must together work together. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. It's so fundamental. It's so fundamental. We do things that are about saying that our Department of Justice is going to do these investigations. Always dream with ambition. Have big dreams. You'll remember that? Yes. All right. I'll see you later. As I said, always remember, these are the people trying to get you to follow their mandates, whether it's COVID-19 related or not. These are the butchers of the unborn. These are the ones that are propagating and pushing out an experimental vaccine upon billions of people because they're not just trying to vaccinate those in America. They're trying to vaccinate everybody worldwide. Speaking of that, we'll move on to Davos just so everybody knows. Davos, the World Economic Forum, they're meeting in Davos, Switzerland right now as we speak. Again, they're doing it via Zoom services because they don't want to get into the same trouble that they got at the climate summit in Scotland where they all flew in there with their about 400 people and 400 individual private jets for their climate summit. So they're all meeting um, with Zoom calls this time. Blair video, video of a politician. This is great. 
video of a politician in Netherlands being confronted for being a Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab, of course, is the head of the World Economic Forum, the head of the idea of the Great Reset. By the way, this is what COVID-19 has been about from day one. It's been about getting us to the vaccine passport, the Wuhan Institute of uh, Anthony Fauci funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Peter Daszak funding, funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, creating uh, COVID-19, then offering the vaccine allegedly as a solution, and then bringing in the vaccine passport where unless you have taken the vaccine, you cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel. The vaccine passport, of course, was to block transmission so that the only people that can buy, sell, trade, or travel, in other words, go anywhere, are those that are vaccinated because then they can't spread it because they're vaccinated, right? Well, how, why is it that we have a, still have vaccine mandates in place when the vaccines do not stop transmission, when the purpose of the vaccine mandates was to stop transmission. Notice how nobody, hardly anybody, I'll get to England in just a minute, but hardly anybody, including our own country, right here in the United States, have rescinded their vaccine mandates after it's been proven time and time again and publicly admitted by the CDC, publicly admitted by the NIH, publicly admitted by the World Health Organization that the vaccines do not stop transmission and the purpose of the mandates was to use vaccines to stop transmission why are vaccine mandates still in place everywhere around the world with the exception of a few notable locations that we will get into it's been about this from day one it's coming from the world economic forum these are the people that are trying to usher in the mark of the beast i am telling you if you do not have your finger on the pulse of the great reset if you're somebody that still thinks the great reset is some sort of contempt foil hack conspiracy theory you've lost your mind just pull it up you can watch prince charles and klaus schwab expound on and on and on about it it's not a conspiracy theory. Their goal is for you to own nothing, for them to own everything, for them to be the elitist bourgeois class that gives you what you need to survive as they see fit, to control you, to suppress you, to mark you, distance you, and completely control every last aspect of your life to their profit, their profit and personal power, and their profit and personal finances. That's what it's been about from day one. Blair video, play it for me. This is the Heer Klaus Schwab, oprichter and voorzitter van het World Economic Forum. En hij heeft ook een boek geschreven met als pakkende titel COVID-19, The Great Reset. En mijn vraag aan de demissionair minister-president is, hoe beoordeelt hij de inhoud van dit boek? De minister-president. Ik ken het boek niet, voorzitter. Maar ik zou hier van Meijeren willen adviseren om niet... Al te veel in al die conspiratietheorieën. hoor. Ik, ik kijk ze ook allemaal op YouTube. Ik vind het altijd fascinerend hoe dan uitgelegd wordt dat 9-11 niet heeft plaatsgevonden of dat het allemaal anders zit. Ontzettend knap in elkaar gezet. Maar het is meestal wat het is, een conspiratietheorie. De heer Van Meijeren. Nou, het verbaast mij dat de eerste vraag die ik aan de heer Rutte stel sinds ik beëdigd ben als Kamerlid direct wordt beantwoord. Ook Dank u wel. Maar het verbaast mij dat die eerste vraag direct wordt beantwoord met een leugen. Ik heb namelijk een brief in mijn hand die dateert van 26 november 2020. En dat is een brief van de heer Rutte aan de heer Klaus Schwab. Waarin hij de heer Schwab bedankt voor het toezenden van zijn ja. boek. En dit noemt een hoopvolle analyse voor een betere toekomst. Zou de heer Rutte nog even kunnen graven in zijn geheugen? Het is nog geen half jaar geleden, dus ik weet niet hoe lang uw herinneringen actief blijven. Maar waarschijnlijk is dit nog wel ergens op te graven. En mijn eerste vraag opnieuw te beantwoorden en nu eerlijk, alstublieft. Nou, het eerlijke antwoord is dat dat een, een, een nette brief is. 
Waarin je uh, helaas niet alle boeken die je toegestuurd krijgt van kat tot kat kunt lezen, maar wel degene die je toestuurt een vriendelijke brief wil terugsturen. Nou, dan zegt de heer Rutte dus eigenlijk dat hij niet heeft gelogen tegen mij, maar tegen de heer Klaus Schwab. Ik, ik, ik was maar laat ik dan hier direct alsnog de vraag stellen. De heer Klaus Schwab die pleit in zijn boek voor het resetten van onze wereld, om onze nationale parlementaire democratie te vervangen door een globale technocratie. Hij pleit ervoor dat er een einde komt aan privébezit. En de heer Rutte is er kennelijk niet eens van bewust dat hij dit een hoopvolle boodschap voor een betere toekomst heeft genoemd. Hoe is het mogelijk dat de heer Rutte een waardeoordeel hecht aan een boek met een neocommunistische boodschap, terwijl hij dat boek niet eens gelezen heeft? Dank u wel. De minister-president. See, I'm telling you right now, we are winning. And we need to keep people like this are the people that we need to elect. Period. And you have to risk it. Too often times when you are on the conservative side, we are looking to elect electable people. Forget that. Try to elect the most conservative, outspoken person that you possibly can. If they lose, they lose. Otherwise, you end up with Mitt Romney. You end up with, with Ben Sass, with Lisa Murkowski, with Susan Collins, with Mitch McConnell, with Lindsey Graham. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't, you have to elect people that are willing to say when, and do what needs to be said and done. David Shrigley video, what's on the Davos agenda for 2022 meeting this week? Play it for me. I see several priorities for the global agenda. We must continue to fight against the global pandemic. We must revitalize the global economy and accelerate its transition to net zero. We must preserve biodiversity by deploying nature-based solutions, and we must narrow the gap between the rich and the poor to achieve more sustainable global As they always show in their personal lives, everything that he is saying, he has no intention of doing. Narrowing the gap between the rich and the poor is exactly the opposite of what COVID-19 has done. COVID-19 gained the richest men in the world about $1.5 trillion onto their already multi-billion dollar asset list. He says we're going to transition to net zero. That will only be to try to get you to where you can be tracked and traced so that you have to have their vaccine passport their digital ID, their biometric ID, so they can track you wherever, where, wherever they want, so they can profit off your movements and control you, and they'll use transition to net zero just like they're using COVID-19 to do it now. They'll use transition to net zero where you have no pollution. No, they will be polluting, but you will not be, be allowed to, be, to, to pollute. It's just like I said, when you're talking about the Global Climate Summit in Scotland, You had Bill Gates and Jack, I don't know if it was Jack Dorsey, I, don't know, if, I know it was Bill Gates for sure, I can't remember, Jeff Bezos. It was Gates and Bezos off the coast in their diesel yachts. You had 400 private jets fly into that. They will never abide by the very things they're imposing on you. That's why you endlessly see leftist politicians without masks on when they've dictated that you wear a mask where they're not social distancing, where you see the pictures of them not social distancing with the help behind them all masked and social distancing. That is the Davos agenda. Here's a Michael Sanger video. Klaus Schwab introducing Xi Jinping. Play it for me. China has made significant 
economic and social achievements under your leadership. In the first three quarters of 2021, China's economy grew by over 9%. You have achieved a historic goal to become a moderately prosperous society in all respects. Mr. President, I strongly echo your remarks in 2017 that mankind has made progress by surmounting difficulties and when encountering difficulties, we should join hands and rise to the challenge. I believe this is the best time for leaders to come together and work jointly for the world to become more inclusive, more sustainable and more prosperous. We now welcome His Excellency Xi Jinping President of the People's Republic of China. So there you go. You have Klaus Schwab as a giant, giant China fan. Now, China is responsible for the killing of about a half a billion people in their own citizens and among and included in that abortions, which then they're adding to that tally every day. They have such they've killed so many of their people that they have a national woman shortage. There's areas of China where men outnumber women 400 to 1. They're closing their abortion clinics right now because they can't kill any more of their own women and children because they're going to have a major population problem in the next 50 years. And so as Klaus Schwab celebrates a regime that has killed a half a billion people, a half a billion people, which, which, by the way, dwarfs what Stalin did, dwarfs what Hitler did, combined, dwarfs what Mao did, combined. And you have Klaus Schwab celebrating China. We are sending our athletes to Beijing in 17 days. To Beijing, the country, no, why is nobody talking to China about, everyone wants to talk about reparations. Why is nobody talking to China about reparations for the, for, for the Chinese virus, for the CCP COVID-19 virus? Money given to us. We, we've lost so far about $8 trillion responding to COVID-19. We owe China about a trillion. That should be extinguished right away. Credit Steve Cortez. I heard that from on Steve Bannon's show. That should go first. And then we can talk about all the rest of it. They need to pay us about seven or eight trillion dollars. Nobody's talking about that. You have the World Economic Forum, but by the way, John Kerry will be there. Leonardo DiCaprio will be there. Deutsche Bank will be there. All the all the big banks will be there. Nobody's talking about China having to pay reparations to the world, where they we all know that the CCP virus is a bioweapon and it escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. But there you have Klaus Schwab introducing Xi Jinping. Look at look here. Notice who else is at the World Economic Forum via Zoom. Here we go. We have, we have disinformation that is entirely destructive to our comprehensive public health endeavor, says Anthony Fauci at Klaus Schwab's WEF virtual summit. Play it for me. You know, one of the things that that we I believe the entire world is facing, but we certainly are facing it in a very, very disconcerting way in the United States is the amount of disinformation that is accompanying what should be a problem where everyone pulls together 
against the common enemy, which is the virus, we have disinformation that is entirely destructive to a comprehensive public health endeavor. Everybody knows this, but disinformation or misinformation in Anthony Fauci's eyes is just any sort of actual real scientific data that contradicts his lies. That's all. Remdesivir, bullface lie, just kills people. Vaccines do nothing to stop transmission after he promised and promised. And after he promised, he promised again that it would stop transmission. He lied about that, said that 50% vaccination rate, you never see a surge again. Oh, wait, 60%, they'll stop all surges. 70%, they'll stop all surges. 80%, one lie after another. That's Anthony Fauci. Cloth, cloth mouse masked work. That was a bullfaced lie that he's now said that don't work. It's funny, they're all saying now, this is how they cover their tracks. It's a nice little Potomac two-step is they're saying cloth masks don't work to stop Omicron. How is Omicron different than Delta? How is Omicron different than Alpha? Is it bigger? Is it smaller? It's neither. No mask has ever worked, nor will it ever, nor will N95 masks work, by the way, which is their latest propagandist lie that Anthony Fauci is coming by now. But so, you know, he's right there at the World Economic Forum. Remember, Anthony Fauci funneled millions upon millions of dollars through Peter Daszak, the EcoHealth Alliance, into the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where they were doing gain-of-function research. He never said a word about it until he's actually called out about nine or ten months into the pandemic by Ted Cruz, and the NIH had to admit that they were doing gain-of-function research through a Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, and... Uh, the bat lady, Xi Jing Li, at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, being funded by Anthony Fauci and the NIH through Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance, which part of the time was against the law. That's what happened. And here you have Anthony Fauci talking about the virus at the World Economic Forum and talking about how we all need to come together to fight the virus. All they want you to do is come together and take a knee, to come together and bow before them Take your vaccine, get your vaccine passport so they can use your QR code to profit off of you. So they can set themselves up as a global bourgeois elite. That's what it is. That's, I'm telling you, that's what it is. Read the book of Revelation chapter 13 and 14. Causes all both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. You can't buy, sell, that, that is what they want. They're a group of globalist elitists, transhumanists that believe they'll never die, that believe they're going to trans, transfer their essence into a machine at some point and never die. Just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment is the reality, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. But they don't believe, of course, in that. And they are ushering in the mark of the beast. Doesn't mean it has to happen on our watch. All we have to do is fight back. Uh, Jack Posobiec video, Beatty, they are debanking Mike Lindell. Play it for me. I think it really speaks to this point that anyone in Liddell's position who you know, speaks out against the regime in various ways, debanking is what the United States government does to adversary governments. It is the domestic recapitulation of economic sanctions. And so it needs to be understood, I think, broadly in this context of the government and its associated institutions wielding its power domestically against American citizens for political purposes. 
And what did Mike Lindell do? He stood up against COVID tyranny. He stood up against the fraudulent election, the fraudulent election of Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not a legitimate, legitimate president. He was elected fraudulently. The reason why or the, the, the ability given to him to be elected fraudulently was given to him by COVID-19. Again, right at the root of everything from the World Economic Forum. Who's at the World Economic Forum? Major banks. Who was at Event 201? All the major banks that are now defunding people coming against their narrative. It is all interlocked together, but it is actually highly organized. It's not ambiguous. It's actually highly organized under the World Economic Forum. Joe Biden has taken a knee a long time ago and bowed to the World Economic Forum through the CCP with a $1.5 billion check written by a CCP bank given to Hunter Biden for his consultancy fees. Uh, what would Hunter Biden ever be consulting on? Nobody really knows. Between crack pipe hits, we don't really know what exactly he would be consulting on between marrying his brother's wife or dating his brother's wife and crack pipe hits and all sorts of illegalities on his laptop, but he got a $1.5 billion check from the CCP, not to mention the $53,000 a month that he was getting from Burisma out of the Ukraine. So the thing is, you need to see the connections. These banks are all members of the World Economic Forum. All these banks were at Event 201. Event 201 held in October of 2019, approximately two months before the World Military Games in China, in Wuhan, China, where the Wuhan Institute of Virology is, of course, and where COVID-19 originated. Wuhan Institute of Virology the World Military Games held in Wuhan in December and the virus outbreaks because all of these military men and women took the virus home with them. It was all planned. It is a bioweapon. It's kind of funny, isn't it? It's a bioweapons, it's a bioweapons grade lab. It allegedly leaks out of the lab, but it leaks out right when you're having everybody's armies and navies and soldiers all competing in the World Military Games in Wuhan. And two months prior to that was Event 201, which was put together by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum to war game against the coronavirus. I challenge all of you, please pull it up. It's all over YouTube, Event 201. You will see them sit there and talk about the very things that they have done step by step. It's just like the um, Election Integrity, Integrity Project put together by the left. You'll see how they plan this fraudulent election step by step. The Lincoln Project, the Election Integrity Project, all those things, you will see it. They actually see these people. The left, you need to understand, the left is very fervent. The left is very devoted, but they are very stupid. That's what we have on our side. But the problem with our side is most of the people on our side are cowards. They're stupid and they're evil. They're immoral. They butcher the unborn. Therefore, women, men in women's bathrooms, all those things. But they're fervent and they're very committed and they're actually brave in what they do. I mean, if you can be Joe Biden and go out, up to a podium and actually say, I'm outperforming expectations, you, you, you are brazenly, bravely stupid. We, on the other hand, I'm not talking about necessarily anybody watching this. We are, we are the outlier, uh, outliers. Right here, in, right here in Inglewood, Florida, Foundation Church, we are a southern outpost of freedom. Never closed, never will, never mass, never vax, period. And have talked about it from the pulpit from day one. See, now we are the exception, probably those of you that are watching the TLP podcast right now. 
However, most of the people on the right will do what it takes to make the left happy. All right, you want me to wear a mask? I'll wear a mask. You want me to lock down 15 days to flatten the curve? Of course, this turned into 23 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Our 23rd month is coming up in February. They just cave because they, they, they want to be, they're a people pleaser. Paul actually wrote in scripture in Galatians chapter one, verse 10, for do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. No, thank you. I'm not here to please men. I'm here to follow the word of God, period. And when, when, a, when a virus is presented to me or tyranny is presented to me, I answer it with Bible verses. They come to me with a virus. He took up my infirmities and carried my diseases. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Psalm 103, 3. Whatever I bind is bound. Whatever I loose is loose. Matthew 16, 19. They come to me with tyranny. I say, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. I answer with the word of God. I don't answer with people-pleasing motives. Period. I answer with the word of God. Period. Every single time. Full stop. Back to the World Economic Forum. Luke Rudkowski. They're moving, they're moving from COVID to climate awfully quick. Bill Gates, play it for me. And ho. Are we really going to make it from a fossil-based uh, uh, fuel society into a renewable society? Where do you see the new real breakthroughs? What, and, and how are we going to make sure that uh, we set the price uh, on uh, the externalities? How do we internalize the externalities that uh, we are currently um, uh, seeing uh, in, in the global energy mix? Well, the rich countries uh, have to play a central role, both funding R&D and uh, having policies, in some cases, uh, carbon taxes will be used uh, to drive the demand uh, for these clean products. And only by doing that in an aggressive way will the economic costs uh, be brought down enough that we can turn to all the middle-income countries uh, and say, okay, you know, change your whole cement uh, industry, change your whole steel industry, uh, and yet, you know, it's not holding you back uh, from, uh, you know, your uh, economic growth. Uh, the number of companies working on these things is very exciting. Um, and some of them will fail, a lot of them will fail. Uh, but you know, we only need uh, a, a reasonable number, a few dozen of them, uh, to make it through. And that's what we have to accept. When you're a sado sadomasochistic power perv, you sit there and smile about destroying people's economies and controlling them. COVID didn't work. COVID didn't bring it all the way that they want, where they wanted it to go, but it brought them a long way. Australia's gone, Canada's gone, France is gone. Numerous countries are really gone. The European Union can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport. And again, why is it that now that the European Union knows that the vaccines don't stop transmission 
and the purpose of the vaccine passport was to stop transmission. Why are they not pulling back the vaccine passports? Because it's never been about stopping transmission. It's never been about your health. It's never been about preventing you from getting COVID. They don't give a crap if you get COVID. What they care about is do you is whether or not you get the vaccine passport, i.e. the precursor to the mark of the beast. That's all that these demon acts care about. You're like, Tom, do they know that they're agents of Satan? Some do, some don't. We don't know which ones do. We don't know which ones don't. But I can tell you that they are all agents of the devil when they are trying to get you to a place where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without a QR code on your phone. And that's where we are. And again, with a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission, and you mandate it, you mandate that, that people have a vaccine passport because once you're vaccinated, you can't, you can't transmit the virus. That's found out to be a giant lie. That's a complete lie, probably a lie from day one. So what's the purpose of the vaccine passports? But they're just using it. So now they'll switch to, they'll switch to climate. Well, they'll lock you down for climate. It's already been proven. It's like I said in church last Sunday. It's, we already know. Right now, who would house Anne Frank, who would hide Anne Frank, and who would turn in Anne Frank? We already know. If you're somebody compliantly strapping on masks, proudly walking around with your vaccine passport and your vaccine band on your wrist, we already know who you are. You are the brown shirt Goebbels Gestapo, and you would have turned in your own people. You're Soros. You would turn in your own people. Listen, you're still breathing. You can repent. Once that mark goes on your right hand or on your, fore, right, on your forehead or on your right hand, it's over. You can still repent now. If you've been vaccinated, you need to be prayed that every bit of that toxin and every bit of damage done to your body is removed. But it's not too late for you to repent. If you're a COVID-caving Christian and you know who you are, don't try to hide from it. Embrace it. I've done all sorts of stupid crap in my life. You've done a stupid, crappy thing. If you're a COVID-caving Christian, you're masked, you're vaxxed, you close your church down, you're quarantined, you alcohol gelled every 10 minutes, and you know you COVID-caved, you need to repent. You know, like People say, Tom, why do you say that every show? Because there's somebody watching who needs to repent. You need to stop this. You won't repent because you're afraid of, what, how, of how that'll damage you somehow. If I repent, then I'll look stupid. You already look stupid. The moment you put that mask on, you look like an idiot. The moment you went driving around alone in your car with the mask on, you look like an idiot. Pastor, when you locked your church down for a 99.9% .9 survival virus, you looked like an idiot. You might as well embrace it. Say I was stupid and repent. Why would you not? Pride. I can't, I can't take that hit to my persona. Take the hit. James Lindsay tweet, still on the World Economic Forum, military leaders, I'm not, am I saying that these things are connected? I am. I really am. Because Justin Trudeau is a firm member of the World Economic Forum. Military leaders, notice the, where this is from, Ottawa, Canada. Military leaders saw, so military, Canadian military leaders saw pandemic as unique opportunity to test propaganda techniques on Canadians, Force, Forces Report says, a plan devised by the Canadian Joint Operations Command relied on propaganda techniques similar to those employed during the Afghanistan war. But it was all about your health, Canadians. Can, can, listen, Canada's gone. 
Where's the Canadian church outside of Archer Pulaski? Where is it? And I know there's a few others. Tim Stevens, I believe, is another pastor was arrested. I know there's a few up there. But on the whole, it's crickets chirping. And they sat there, and this was a military op to control you. And now in Canada, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel, and it gets worse, and it gets worse. They just outlawed the preaching that homosexuality is sin. Outlawed. Great job, COVID-caving Christians. Fantastic job. In America and Canada, great job. Remember how you were so loving putting out on Facebook that, you know, why, why is everybody against masks? Why, is there, why are all these, you know, I'm talking about other Christians, other evangelical born-again Christians. You know, it's loving to consider your neighbor if they're scared of COVID to put a mask on. Is it loving to lie to people? It, it, is, is, is it ever loving to lie to somebody? And it absolutely isn't. But remember how you were so virtuous and now look at the slide that you have caused. If you're sitting back and you're living in denial as you drive your kids to soccer games and you're lost in your career or you're lost in the day-to-day -day operations of your art church and you're pretending like you weren't part of this globalist slide into hell, you've lost your mind. In 22 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, we've seen the proliferation of vaccine passports. That speaks enough to what you played a part in the moment that you caved. And I'm trying to get you back, but you're going to have to say, I was wrong and I'll never cave again. Will you say it? Because repentance, Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, is Jesus style. Tyler Carditis video. And this is, again, the World Economic Forum. Listen to the verbiage. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a preview. They use this verbiage. Believers and non-believers. Framing is helpful. I hope they stick with it. Play it for me political um should we be worried about future variants and this person writes in you know sometimes it feels like big pharma company are taking advantage of the situation let me ask you and we'll go to stefan on this like how can we bridge the divide between believers and non-believers <laughs> because there are some inherent non-believers that no matter what you say are going to give you a real problem um so you have anthony fauci talking this is orthodoxy folks so World Economic Forum right there on their Zoom call, Anthony Fauci, the man who is predominantly responsible for the response to COVID-19 in the United States, probably responsible for at least an element of the development of COVID-19, been hiding it the whole time. And he just talks about as far as vaccines are concerned and what they believe and don't believe, there's believers and non-believers. Does the World Economic Forum, does it sound any more cultist to you than it does now? All right, wind talker tweet, heads up, this World Economic Forum, and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio loves the World Economic Forum. Heads up, nine years this time, Leonardo DiCaprio, Earth literally has nine years left. He went yachting weeks ago. So he's very concerned. Now for you, there's nine years to go. For him, there's many years to go. You will live as if there's nine years to go, but he will be out gallivanting around in his mankini on the yacht. That's, what, that, that's how these people have your life planned for you. And we simply need to say, no, we will not comply ever. That's what you do. Well, Tom, if there's grievous consequences. I could lose my job. Lose it. Get saved. Get this now. If you're not a Christian, get saved. 
Devote your life to Jesus Christ, and then he will be your supply. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. You will never have to worry again. God will give you a better job and a better life following him and not following the ways of the world than you've ever known before. Jonathan Shuttlesworth tweet, the push to a cashless society begins. Fulfillment of Bible prophecy. No man can buy or sell without a mark. No cash. Revelation 13, 16. Stock talk week at the bottom breaking. The Federal Reserve has released its 40-page study on the digital dollar. Now, would this be happening right now if it wasn't for COVID-19? No, COVID-19 is the conveyance into all globalist mark of the beast tyranny. All we have to do is not comply to it, and it won't happen in your lifetime. All right, here we go. Pick of the world from the World Economic Forum. Just so you know, this is their own advertising. We need the same initiative and determination shown in fighting the pandemic to tackle the climate crisis. So the very World Economic Forum that put together Event 201 with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to war game using the coronavirus. Now, why would they, in October of 2019, let me ask everybody out there a question. Had you ever heard of anything called a coronavirus in your life? No, but somehow, before anybody had ever heard of it, they were wargaming against a coronavirus at Event 201 where he had all the world's banks you had DuPont, you had Pfizer, you had Moderna, you had Johnson & Johnson there, everybody. The current DNI for the United States under Joe Biden was there. They were all there, right? So they had that going, and they used, they used COVID-19 to push us as far as they can. Now the narrative is starting to fall apart. So now they're going to pivot quickly to climate change. Watch and see what they do. They'll make it another globalist emergency, and we'll see who buys into it this time. Let's go to the next thing. Amy Teresi uh, video. We have to break through this idea that kids, get this now, get this now. Why are you including this in the World Economic Forum section, Tom? This isn't the World Economic Forum. It is their ideology. This is a leftist. We have to break through this idea that kids belong to their parents. Play it for me. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. I mean, wow, crap. Wow. That you dare come out there and espouse that my kids aren't mine. They're ours? No, no they're not. And by the way, did you send me any cash, lady? You send me any cash for their cars, for their insurance, for their education, for their clothes, for Christmas? Nah. But suddenly, when they become an asset to you, they become ours? No, 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 it does not take a village. Again, you answer with the Bible. The Bible doesn't say it takes a village. The Bible says it takes two parents. That's, that's the Bible diary. I can quote you one verse after another. I won't do that now. But the Bible is it takes parents, not a village, 
but that's the leftist mentality mentality that's being propagated throughout the globe, still on the World Economic Forum. This is one of the greatest summations of the criminality of Anthony Fauci ever put out into the media, done by the future Speaker of the House, as he should be. Jim Jordan, play it for me. Uh, two years ago this month, Dr. Fauci has put on notice that the virus most likely came from a lab that was doing gain-of-function research. He gets a letter uh, on January 31st, 10.32 p.m. 2020. He gets an email, excuse me, from Dr. Christian Anderson that says, the virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. Dr. Fauci goes into complete overdrive to cover this information up and not present it to the American people. He organizes a conference call the next day with Fauci, Collins, and 11 virologists from around the world on that call. Mr. Gary, Dr. Gary on that call says this, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Four days later, those people who express those sentiments start to change their position. They write a piece in Nature Medicine magazine on February 16th. It first gets published online. That piece is then cited on February 9th, 2020, in the now famous letter in The Lancet that becomes the gospel that this thing, according to Fauci and this group, didn't come from a lab. All that happens in 20 days. So they go from this thing looks engineered this thing is not consistent with evolutionary theory. This thing could not have happened in nature. This thing would be easy to do in a lab to completely change in their position. And here's the kicker. The two guys who said those things, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, three months later get rewarded with an $8.9 million grant from Dr. Fauci to continue to do research on coronavirus. So quick summation of the summation is that all the doctors and immunologists around Anthony Fauci saying this obviously occurred in a lab. And Anthony Fauci writes him an $8 million check for them to reverse that opinion. That's exactly what happened. And millions of lives could have been saved or hundreds of thousands of lives could have been saved if Anthony Fauci went to a podium right away and said, hey, listen, we've been doing gain-of-function research. This is obviously a man-made virus. We are working on how to treat it. But instead, he went on for years, still is, 22 months, almost 23 months, into 15 days to flatten the curve. He is still saying that it came from an animal host, and 80,000 animals have been tested, and not one of them carry the COVID-19 virus. None. They have not found an animal host yet. Zero. That's a fact. Interesting article from Kanoa the Great. Was Peter Daszak working? Now, let me, I'll lay that out for you. Peter Daszak, CEO of EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance is who Anthony Fauci used to funnel money into the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. Everybody knows what gain-of-function research is, but just in case, that's when you take a virus, make it transmissible to humans, and then use that to develop vaccines. That's what they were doing. That was outlawed by actually the Obama administration and backdoored through the Trump administration, through, Eco, through the EcoHealth Alliance. Anthony Fauci used them to funnel money into the Wuhan Institute of Virology. All the while, Bill Gates was sending tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And then they wargamed in October of 2019 against coronaviruses, mysteriously, that nobody had ever, ever heard of before. Of course, remember, these people are fervent. They are devoted. They're actually brave in their stupidity, but they're stupid. They actually put videos of themselves out wargaming against coronaviruses in 2019. So the article, was Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, 
working for the Central Intelligence Agency. That sounds like right-wing conspiracy theory. Well, let's look. An EcoHealth Alliance whistleblower steps forward. We found, I don't like to read things to you. I say this every time I start reading stuff to you, but it's too good and there's no way to present it to you outside of me reading it to you. We found other coronaviruses, this is Peter Daszak talking, in bats, a whole host of them. Some of them look very similar to SARS. So we sequenced the spike protein, the protein that attaches the cells. Then we, well, I didn't do this work, but my colleagues in China did the work, Peter Daszak says. You create pseudoparticles. You insert the spike proteins from those viruses. See if they bind to human cells. At each step of this, you move closer and closer to this virus could really become a pathogenic in people. Should you be developing these things? Absolutely not. You end up with a small number of viruses that really do look like killers. Here's a pic. Oh, thank you. You already got it up. Well, thank you very much. There's, that's, that's Peter Daszak. They're talking to Xi Jing Li, who is known as the Bat Lady, probably the developer of COVID-19. This statement was said by EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Daszak at a 2016 forum discussing emergent, emerging infections, infectious diseases and the next pandemic. Daszak, who received more than $118 million in grants and contracts from federal agencies, including, listen to this one, $53 million from USAID. Remember that term, USAID, USAID, 42 million from the DOD, remember that, Department of Defense, and 15 million from Health and Human Services appeared to boast about the manipulation of killer SARS-like, SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, SARS-like coronavirus viruses carried out by his colleagues in China. Colleagues in China should be a problem considering that everybody in China is controlled by the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, the army of the CCP at the new infamous Wuhan Institute of Virology. According to investigative research done by independent journalist Sam Husseini of The Intercept, much of the money awarded to EcoHealth Intercept is not right-wing. Much of the money awarded to EcoHealth Alliance did not focus on health and ecology, but rather on bio-warfare, bioterrorism, and other dangerous uses of deadly pathogens. EcoHealth Alliance received the majority of its funding from the United States Agency of International Development, USAID, USAID, a State Department subsidiary that serves as a frequent cover for the Central Intelligence Agency. The se their second largest source of funding the EcoHealth Alliance was from the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, DTRA, which is a branch of the Department of Defense, DOD, which, which states it is tasked to counter and deter weapons of mass destruction and improvise improvised threat networks. The United States Agency for Int International Development, again, USAID, USAID, has a long history of acting as a contract vehicle for various CIA covert activities. With an annual budget of over $27 billion in operations in over 100 countries, one former USAID director, John Gilligan, once admitted it was infiltrated from top to bottom with CIA people. Gilligan explained, the idea was to plant operatives in every kind of activity we had overseas, government, volunteer, religious, every kind. From 2009 to 2019, USAID partnered with, which is often a front for, again, the CIA, partnered with EcoHealth Alliance, 
on their PREDICT program, which identified over 1,200 new viruses, including 160 coronavirus strains. Trained roughly 5,000 people around the world to identify new diseases and improved or developed 60 research laboratories. Will, could you put up that graph for me? There's where EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak, where also Anthony Fauci funneled millions of dollars through this same agency to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Look at where all his money comes from. 53 million from USAID, which could be the CIA, and 52, 52 million, 42 million from the DOD, Department of Defense, and HHS is the next biggest giver at 15, almost 16 million health and human services. That's where their money is coming from. Dr. Andrew Huff received his, now this is the whistleblower, his name is Dr. Andrew Huff, and he worked for Peter Daszak at the EcoHealth Alliance. Dr. Andrew Huff received his, his PhD in environmental health specializing in emerging diseases before becoming an associate vice president at EcoHealth Alliance, where he developed novel methods of biosurveillance data analytics and visualization for disease detection. On January 12th, 2022, Dr. Andrew Huff issued a public statement on Twitter in which he claimed Peter Daszak, the president of EcoHealth Alliance, also on the board right now for the response to COVID for New York City, told him that he was working, Peter Daszak told Andrew Huff that he was working for the CIA. Here are the tweets. Put the first one up for me. For the record, in 2015, Dr. Peter Daszak stopped me as we were leaving work late at night and asked me if he should work with the CIA. I was shocked given my experience in security. Over the next two months, he gave me updates on three separate occasions about his work with the CIA. Next one, Will. When he asked me the question, I stated, Peter, it never hurts to talk with them and there could potentially be money in it. Meanwhile, I was cringing that he told me this in a non-classified setting, a skiff, to a person that was not read in and to an uncleared person, me. Next one. Then over the next two months at the break area, while getting coffee or between meetings, he stated that we were interested in the places that we were working, the people involved, the data that we were collecting, and that the, and that the work with them was proceeding with the CIA. Next. Looking back, I now believe that EcoHealth Alliance was a CIA front organization to collect viral samples and to collect intelligence on foreign laboratory capacity. There was no way that the data collected or the models being developed could predict transmission or pandemics. Next. Contextually, EcoHealth was barely solvent and it was commonplace to lay off employees with the ebb and flow of federal and private funding. Peter would do anything or say anything to obtain funding. Intelligent op intelligence organizations often target people in financial crisis. From the CIA's perspective, it was a great plan, in my opinion. Peter Daszak said, said if what Peter Daszak said was true. Since it was commonplace for Peter to lie, I didn't necessarily believe him when he told me. However... Based on the past two months of U.S. government spending millions of dollars surveilling me and MTRX Inc. employees, including military aircraft, attempting to destroy my house, bugging everything, and it sounds like what's happening to Project Veritas, sounds like what's happening to, to uh, numerous other conservative sources, stealing my property and hacking all my devices, I believe that the next... 
Worst is likely true. Echo Health Alliance is likely a CIA front organization. COVID-19 is the biggest intelligence failure since 9-11. The cover-up is the greatest in U.S. history, far worse than the Iran-Contra scandal. The truth is coming out, and I will testify to this under oath. There you go. Now let's see how much how much that makes it into mainstream media. Let's see. It's a pretty big deal right there that you have a whistleblower who is will say under oath that Peter Daszak, who was used by Anthony Fauci to funnel millions of dollars into the Wuhan Institute of Virology, could be a CIA asset. Is it that the CIA missed that they were working on COVID-19 or was the CIA in on them working on COVID-19? We don't know, but it needs to be looked into. And as these elections unfold in 2022 and we have a red wave, the red wave needs to be looking into each and every aspect of Anthony Fauci, the EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak, Ralph Barrick at UNC, Xi Jing Li, the Bat Lady, and all of their connections. Natalie Winter's tweet. Exclusive Bill Gates Foundation funded geogenomics firm mining DNA data through COVID tests. This, I thought this guy just created like computers and, and, and keyboards. I guess, I guess not. Here's the article on that. This is from the National Post, a National Pulse, correction. That's Raheem Kassam. Make sure you're following media outlets like this. This is where the truth is. The truth is not at CNN. As most of you who are watching this know, the truth is not at CNN. The truth, the truth is not with Lester Holt. The truth is not with NBC, CBS, or ABC, CNN, MSNBC, or anybody, any of those liberal organizations, oftentimes not with Fox News either. Fox News is the first to vax, first to mask, oftentimes just kowtowing because they're afraid of what the left will say about them being a people pleaser, which you never can be. National Pulse article, BGI uh, Genomics. The Chinese Communist Party linked genomics firm flagged by U.S. officials as mining the DNA of Americans has collaborated extensively with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Absolute fact. There you go. Let's move on. Here we go. Wittgenstein video. Israeli scientists, this is Tucker, contradict everything Joe Biden said at his press conference. Play it for me. Meanwhile, in Israel, which is probably the most vaccinated country in the world, scientists just contradicted everything the administration has been telling us for a full year about vaccine passports and natural immunity. So a study in Israel, which no one has yet denounced as misinformation, found that four vaccine shots do not work as well against Omicron as natural immunity does. And one of Israel's top vaccine experts admitted that natural immunity in general is highly effective. Watch this. Are you now of the view that vaccine passports should be got rid of, phased out, because they're no longer relevant in the Omicron era? I, I yeah, I tend to think so. Even even if the Omicron actually is causing a lot of uh, you know breakthrough, uh, not breakthrough infection, but reinfections. You know, people that were vaccinated and you know secondary infections, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, we have to take into account that still the virus is better at immunizing than the vaccine. Better pull that man off Twitter. What does he know? That's Professor Cyril Cohen. He's the head of immunology at Bar-Ilan University. He's a member of the advisory committee for vaccines for the Israeli government and obviously a thought criminal. What did he do? Well, he looked at the data and concluded that scientists have made a major mistake. Quote, the virus is better at immunizing than the vaccine. 
Oh, where have you heard that? Well, we've known that for more than a year. Our own CDC found that natural immunity provided more protection against Delta, that variant of COVID, than vaccination did. Professor Cohen went on to apologize for the biggest mistake of the pandemic, shutting down schools and forcing children to stay home, which destroyed a generation. It turns out there was no scientific basis for doing that at all. It was all teachers unions wanting more time off. Omicron, the professor said, will turn this pandemic into the endemic phase. It'll be like the flu, a widespread but mild illness. Everybody gets it, very few are badly hurt by it. And we should proceed accordingly. See, this ends it all, and that's why you don't hear about it. This ends it all. The natural immunity is better than a four-dose vaccine regime, routine. That, that, that's what, that, that, it ends everything. But why hasn't it ended everything? Because... Natural immunity, we've all known about it for a long time. It came out in articles that natural immunity, as Tucker said, was absolutely superior to any vaccination against Delta. Why? Here's the thing. First of all, if you get a vaccination right now, you're getting a vaccination against Alpha. Alpha no longer exists. If you go and get right now the Moderna vaccination, the Pfizer vaccination, the Johnson Johnson vaccination, the AstraZeneca vaccination, you are getting a vaccination against the virus that no longer exists. Those those vaccinations did nothing but hurt people anyway, but I'm telling you, you're getting a vaccination against a virus that has long since been mutated out of existence. So then it was proven using their own sort of ideology against them. When Delta came around, it's obvious that a natural immunity would be better because the vaccine was targeted against Alpha. So Delta was better dealt with by natural immunity. Everybody knew it, but why didn't they tell you that? Now everybody's starting to admit it because you can't validate these vaccine passports anymore because vaccines don't stop transmission. But lo and behold, even this truth is not stopping people because it's never been about keeping people healthy. It's been about marking people on their right hand or on their forehead. Well, that hasn't happened yet, Tom. I know, but you can certainly see the skids being greased, can you not? Let's go to the next one. Uh, Wooden Talker tweet. Prior COVID infection, more protective than vaccination during Delta surge. U.S. study now, even Reuters is putting it out. Let's go to the next one. Eli Klein tweet. Finally, honesty from the CDC. Via the New York Times, unvaccinated people with a history of COVID also had lower rates of infection. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, this is earth shattering right here now. Now we've been hearing for months, leave this up. We've been hearing for months that yes, everybody can transmit it, vaxxed and unvaxxed, and still they keep their vaccine mandates. But again, I've said that at nauseum. But they hear, now what they do say though is that, okay, we admit that everybody can transmit the virus. If you listen to real, the real studies, the vaccinated actually transmit way more of the virus. But again, I digress. But now in this article right here, what they say is everybody can transmit, but the vaccinated are the ones who are not hot, will not have severe infection. They're not the ones dying of it. They're not the ones being, hospitalization, the, uh, being hospitalized. So the vaccines don't stop transmission, but they stop hospitalizations. Well, oh, wait a minute. Unvaccinated people with a history of COVID also had lower rates of infection and hospitalization than those protected by vaccines alone. The data are consistent with trends observed in international studies, the researchers said, which, by the way, those international studies are two years old, one years old. If you've been watching this podcast, I've been putting it out since April, well, really March of 2020. Look at the bottom, unvaccinated people with a history of COVID infection and lower rates. That's the actual New York Times article. 
Let's go to the next thing. Daniel Horowitz. Brand new Scottish report. <laughs> Unvaccinated have the, low, have the lowest case rate per 100,000 of all age groups. Whoops. Do you see the galactic mistakes? And if you're somebody who caved to COVID, do you see that you caved to the globalist mark of the beast liars when you quarantined your entire family and strapped masks on your poor kids' faces? Do you see it now? Or are you willing to repent? And for those of you that never caved, that's not for you. You need to be strong and see now that we are winning. The truth is coming out as we have prayed on this podcast. Lord, we let's pray it again. Lord, expose. Lord, expose. Lord, expose. Holy Spirit, continue ex to expose the lies and the liars internationally, even forcing the mainstream media to report on the lies and the liars. We pray this, Lord, that you would do this like a virus in Jesus' mighty name. All right, which one am I on, Will? Lips of TikTok video, New York, New York PD. Now, New York has had a 25% increase in homicides and, and massive, I can't remember the numbers, giant increase in violent felonies. But you know, and, and by the way, you can shoot up now. I was in New York City, I believe it was 2017, around Christmas time. And it was like going to Disney World at, um, you know, Times Square. It was not, you know, perfectly fine. Now, people are out there shooting up heroin in the streets and cops won't do anything about it. Cops aren't worried about the murders. You're like, Tom, you're going to pick on the cops. Aren't you pro-blue? Yeah, I'm pro-blue. I was blue. 1992, 2017, I was a cop. 25 years, I was a cop myself. Street-level cop. So I love the cops, but I don't love unconstitutional cops. You're like, well, Tom, these, these cops and, uh, you know, NYPD are just enforcing the rules put out by the mayor. If the mayor is putting out unconstitutional rules, you know what you do? You stand there for having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You stand is what you do. Well, you could lose your job. You know, losing your job is not the end all be all. Would you rather keep your job and be an immoral moron? An immoral reprobate, but you get to keep your job? Would you, would you rather keep your job and be Goebbels' Gestapo? So the NYPD doesn't give a crap about people injecting heroin in front of Taurus. Doesn't give a crap about 25% increase in Hamas. 25% in one year. They don't give a crap about that, but they've got to go arrest people who are trying to enter a museum without proof of vaccination. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Fantastic job, COVID caving Christians. Where's the New York City Church? Play it for me. New York 2020. This is what we're doing. God will judge you. This is what we're doing. Gets arrested, taken to jail while they're here. My producer Aaron got me the stats. O overall, <clears throat> index crime in New York City increased. Overall crime increased 21% 
in November of 2021 compared with November of 2020. Robbery increased 24%, felony assault increased 11%, and we know the murder rate increased 25%. That's what they care about, and I just will say again, I've said this before, I said this when I spoke at Jonathan Shuttlesworth Church a few weeks ago. There's two things that really ticked me off. Number one, a COVID-caving Christian, but I've talked enough about that, but a COVID-caving cop, it's always CCC. You have to stand. You swore to protect and uphold and defend the Constitution of, of the United States of America. Vaccine passports are unconstitutional. It's in the Nuremberg Code, and it's unconstitutional. You cannot force people to be injected without informed consent. There, you cannot have informed consent when you've never had a genuine study about the efficacy of these vaccines. You can't develop, you cannot, you cannot determine in a matter of a year, year and a half, the efficacy of vaccinations. It takes years. It takes a decade and a half at minimum. If, if, if people are stupid enough and they want to take this vaccination, it's America, go vaccinate yourself. However, to force people to do it is absolutely, without exception, unconstitutional. And all these cops and all of these politicians need to be held accountable in Nuremberg-style tribunals. I'm not talking about everybody being locked up. I'm talking about people losing their jobs, some people being locked up, because the rights that have been taken away from people who have lost their jobs, 60% of COVID closures, COVID closing businesses, will never reopen again. Anthony Fauci doesn't give a crap as he earns $434,000 a year and probably millions of dollars. And I think my producer Aaron put together how much money he made. It was, I can't remember what it was, $10, $15 million, whatever he made in his investments since, since the start of COVID. It was $10 plus million. They don't care. These people need to answer for it. And you cops need to knock it off. You, if every, it's just like at the beginning. If every church would have stood, this never would have happened. If the cops were to have some solidarity and stick together and say, we are not going to enforce unconstitutional law, then they'll stop telling you to do it. Let's compare. This is Ian Miller tweet, I am tweet. How amazing is Ron DeSantis that even from Florida, he was able to ensure that the five states with the highest hospitalization rates are all northeastern states. He's mocking how they always blame DeSantis. With mass mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, and forced school masking. Let's look at the stats. Here they are. Whoops. They all have Washington, D.C., New Jersey, New York, Delaware, Pennsylvania. Mask mandates, vaccine passports, mandated vaccines, and they're the worst in the country. Now notice what they're, what they're looking at here. These are hospitalizations. I thought the vaccine prevented hospitalization. Well, we all admit it won't stop it. You still will transmit it, but it'll keep you out of the hospital. Whoops, it's not. And whoops, it's not stopping death either. 82% of COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaccinated people. Brian Steele tweet. Speaker Pelosi sent out N95 masks to every house office. Unfortunately, I can't read the instructions. You know why? Because they're in Chinese. Funny how that works out. All right, we got a couple minutes. Let's blow through some stuff. This is what I call my world vax portion of the show. Aaron Ginn video. The UK ends mandatory masking and vaccine passports. We are winning. Play it for me. We can return to plan A in England and allow plan B regulations to expire. Yeah. 
As a result, from the start of Thursday next week, mandatory certification will end. Organisations can, of course, choose to use the NHS COVID pass voluntarily, but we will end the compulsory use of COVID status certification in England. From now on, the government is no longer asking people to work from home. And people should now speak to their employers about arrangements for returning to the office. And having looked at the data carefully, the Cabinet concluded that once regulations lapse, the government will no longer mandate the wearing of face masks anywhere. Mr Speaker, Mr. Speaker, from, from, tomorrow, from tomorrow we will no longer require face masks in classrooms and the Department, and the Department for Education will shortly remove national guidance uh, on their use in communal areas. In the country at large, we will continue to suggest the use of face coverings in enclosed or crowded spaces, particularly when you come into contact with people you don't normally meet, but we will trust the judgment of the British people and no longer criminalise anyone who chooses not to wear one. The Government will also ease restrictions further on visits to care homes, and my right honourable friend, the Secretary of State for Health and Social Care, will set out plans in the coming days. Mr Speaker, as we return to Plan A, the House will know that some measures still remain, including those on self-isolation. Bring it back to me. My producer Aaron said that right, right there at the end. The greatest move they could possibly make is for everybody in the background there with their stupid masks on just to pull them off. That's what they should have done. Congratulations. Now, I've heard this rhetoric before coming from Great Britain, and they reverted back with the next surge. So hopefully they don't. Hopefully they've learned. You cannot lock your way out. Of a, of, a, of a viral infection, of respiratory virus. You cannot lock down your way out. You cannot mask your way out. You cannot vaccine your way out. You cannot vax mandate your way out. You cannot vaccinate against a mutational shift virus. Period. It's the way it works. I'll give you proof. Rise Melbourne video. NSWNZ, a pandemic of the unvaxed. Play it for me. 26 people, 33 were vaccinated against COVID. Generally, they had had two doses. Um, three people were not vaccinated. Of the three people who died under 65, one was vaccinated against COVID and had two doses, and two people were not vaccinated. All three of those under 65 had underlying, serious underlying health conditions. And of the older people, only a handful, four, had had their boosters. So can I just echo the Premier's comments, and I know this will be echoed by Ms Pearce in her presentation about the vaccination. There needs to be a sense of urgency in embracing the boosters. There needs to be a sense of urgency in embracing the boosters is what she said. Now let's attack this from all angles. First of all, New South Wales has about 5 million people and they had 36 COVID deaths. 36 out of 5 million people and you locked down an entire civilization for that. And every single person who died has serious comorbidities or was very old. You locked down an entire world for that. That's been the same from day one. There's never been a justification to lock down your business or your church, ever. Not one time ever. You want to stay home? Stay home. It's America. Do what you want to do. Used to be America in Australia, too. Used to be free. They're gone. They're now Alcatraz. Just like Hawaii. Hawaii's Alcatraz. Their islands are Alcatraz. 
Let's look at the stats that she espoused because it wasn't real clear at the beginning. Just so you know, they had 36 deaths. Ready? I'll read you the stats. 33 out of the 36 or 91.6% of the COVID deaths were fully vaccinated. And of the three left, we don't know what their vaccination status is because you're considered non-fully vaccinated in Australia if you haven't had both jabs. So these people that the other three that died could have had a singular jab. But 33 out of 36 were fully vaccinated people. And then she says that now we have to put an urgency on getting the booster. Explain to me the logic how your vaccine, your double jab vaccine is responsible for 91.6%, which by the way, I've been telling you this from day one. Remember, I told you that when the original stats came out, Starting in early 2021, coming out of the UK, the UK's medical reporting is way more honest than the CDC or NIH. Way more honest, and actually so is Australia's. You would never see this. Right now in Ottawa, Canada, they're banning all reporting on the vaccination status of people who died of COVID. Why would they do that? Why would they ban the reporting in Ottawa, Canada of the vaccination status of people who died of COVID-19? Because it would look just like this. And if you have 33, 33, 36, 33 people out of 36 deaths were fully vaccinated, 36 people died of COVID in New South Wales, 33, 33 of them were fully vaccinated, that does not fit with the orthodoxy. That will not get you to having people marked, distanced, and controlled, and dominated. So you can't spout this. These are the, by the way, these are the same stats that are happening here. They're just not telling you. Why would it be any different when we're here than in Australia when we're taking the same vaccinations? Why would it be any different? It is no different. You're just being lied to. 33 out of 36. There's no way to justify it. They can say, well, of course, most of the deaths are from vaccinated people since 90% of the vaccine, uh, 90% of the population is vaccinated. That makes no sense. You said the vaccinations prevent death, prevent hospitalization, but 91% of your your COVID-19 dead are fully vaccinated. And it started, I told you that it will increase, and it'll increase, and it'll increase. Because people who are vaccinated, and especially those who are boosted, have seriously damaged immune systems. That's why. With Omicron, which is basically nothing more than a common cold, the people who are hospitalized and probably dying unreported are the fully vaccinated people, and it's called antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. It is called capillary blood clotting from unproven experimental mRNA vaccinations. These are the stats. This is what's real, and the response to it is, I've told you, the delusion of our time is absolute fact, responded to with absolute delusion. You, you sit there, 91% of your COVID deaths are fully vaccinated, and your answer, if you're this health minister from New South Wales, is you better go get the booster. Think about how stupid it is. And for those of you who haven't repented of your COVID-caving ways, see the stupidity and repent. Stop letting pride go before your own destruction and repent. Love you all back here, even on Christian Television Network, 1030, Saturday night, stand strong, never give an inch in Jesus' mighty name. Love you all. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays 
at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightly.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightly.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.